And welcome to another episode of Lombardi's Legends Podcast. Wags here with Dane as always. And tonight we are going to continue our positional reviews of the 2020 season. And we continue with the outside linebacker group. So, Dane, how are you doing, first of all? And are you excited to talk about this uh, very talented group? Hey, buddy. I'm doing great. Um, happy happy off-season. Uh, it continues. And I'll tell you what, uh, it is a talented group, um, but it's one that, you know, there, there were some high moments. There were some low moments, uh, I think, depending on the, the players we're going to be talking about. But um, I thought overall a productive group, a couple guys in particular, and, I mean, Zadaria Smith, Weggs, it wasn't a one-season wonder for Big Z. Uh, continues to be kind of the uh, one of the heartbeats of the defense, and um, maybe not quite at the level of his first season in 2019 with the Packers, but he still just brought it, and uh, he's still a force to be reckoned with, and he is that good. Uh, it wasn't a flash. I think that we've got somebody in Zadarius Smith. For sure, and if you look on paper, 12-and-a-half sacks this year, and uh, was getting after it for sure. Um, had a lot of uh, tackles for a loss, uh, and was just very active uh, all throughout the season. More importantly, though, and not just with Zedaria Smith, but I think with the uh, headline guys with this group was health. Uh, Zedarius was able to play all 16 games this season, and uh, that's so important. We need him out there every week, and he was able to keep himself off the ground. I thought. Uh, we had to hold his, our breath uh, a little less this season than I think yeah. in year one, which, uh, you know, is good. I don't think Zedarius is ever someone to go down lightly. Um, so he uh, was able to keep himself healthy all season, and, and it looked like it definitely showed out there on the field. Yeah, and he's just disruptive. I mean, week in and week out, um, he's a guy who, you know, the he's a guy that offenses and the offensive coordinators – need to scheme for. He blows things up, and you need to uh, pay attention and have that extra guy. You need to have that running back, or you need to have that tight end in there to kind of chip and help out. Otherwise, Darius Smith is going to get his, and we saw that again this season. I I think that good teams in the NFL legs, you need to obviously have a quarterback uh, on the offensive side, but defensively, Pass rushing is a premium because the quarterback group is a premium. And if you can get to the quarterback consistently, uh, you're doing something right. And Zadarius Smith is a huge reason, I think, why the Packers went back to the NFC Championship game. He's just that good. Yeah, and he didn't have quite as many pressures as he had in year one. Uh, but uh, he was still in the top ten in the NFL. Uh, he had 23 hits on the quarterback. So, by my mind, there's a lot of different things that go into you you measuring uh, effectiveness and efficiency for a pass rusher, and sometimes we can overlook it. Look, the guy got 12 and a half sacks again this year. Uh, He had a great season. So, I'm not going to overthink this too much. Uh, Those pressure numbers and hits and uh, even sacks can, can fluctuate a little bit, but he came out here, and after putting up 13 and a half sacks in year one with the Packers, he showed that was no fluke and got it done again this year. So definitely anchored this group and earned his check as far as I'm concerned, and there's no no one questioning whether Zedarius will be back with the Packers 
uh, going into next year. So I think let's look at the other Smith, Preston Smith. Now, this is where things get a little bit interesting. I think uh, certainly uh, when you look at the numbers as a pass rusher, uh, they were down. You, you can't, there's no way around that. Um, he, uh, you could say, uh, was uh, being asked to affect the game in, in other ways. And I think there's some truth to that, right, Dane? But uh, what what is your take on Preston? Because I think early, uh, before we even got to the offseason, he seemed like a guy that with his $16 million cap number, uh, potentially Packers can save $12 million, uh, if they designate him as a post-June 1st cut. A lot of folks are kind of penciling him in as a guy that won't be back with the Packers. But uh, here now, uh, Goody in his press conference this week saying there's no reason why we won't have Preston back next year. So I don't know. Goody is not someone that is uh, usually prone to hyperbole. Uh, uh, He's usually pretty straight up. So that doesn't mean that there isn't still a move that gets made. But um, that was some, some pretty strong uh, you know, language that Goody came right out and, and basically endorsed Preston. So what do you think, first of all, about Preston and his season and, and uh, what, what his uh, chances of coming back in, in year three? Yeah, so this season was super disappointing, I thought, for Preston Smith. Um, sure, he, he was asked to um, drop back into coverage more this season, which I'm still scratching my head at. Um, you know, a month plus after the Packers season ended. I don't quite understand that, um, but they, they asked him to do more of that. But even when they did ask for him to rush the passer, there were a couple glimpses here or there, but it was nothing like it was in the 2019 season where it really was the Smith brothers. Um, so I, I'm, I'm not sure what to make of that. He's a young guy, so it's not like he fell off the cliff. It's not, I, it's not like the Packers invested in a guy who was getting up there in age. Um, all of that's to say, Wags, that I still think he can be a helpful part of this defense. I, I, I do think he was a bit of a down year, uh, but I, I think also with a new defensive coordinator and potential philosophy coming in here um, – there's a place for him on this roster. I mean, most NFL teams, especially the competitive ones, are going to want to have a minimum of three rushers that they can rotate in. And, uh, Legs, the more I'm watching uh, free agency start to shape up, the more I'm starting to believe that there's going to be a lot of big names getting cut. There's going to be a lot of big names hitting free agency. And, um, you know, what we might see is somebody like Preston Smith looking around, seeing a depressed market, and going, would I rather be a free agent again and be on my third team in, you know, three or four years, uh, or would I rather take a pay cut, stick around in Green Bay, compete for a championship, and then maybe hit the market next year after a good season? If I'm Preston Smith, I'm taking a pay cut all day long to stick in Green Bay. So I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Preston's gone. In fact, with J.J. Watt getting the, the amount he got from the Cardinals, but then looking to writing in the wall with free agency, um, Wags, I actually think it's more likely than not that Preston Smith returns to the Packers. And I know that that might be surprising to hear, but he fits what the Packers do. I think he was a down year, but I don't think that that is the – I don't know if he was as he's going to be as impactful as he was in 19 or as little impact as he was in 2020. I think he's somewhere in the middle, but at the right price 
with uh, the emergence of Rashawn Gary, who we'll get to in a moment, and Zadarius Smith, um, we could have a steal in Preston Smith at a discounted rate. Yeah, it's possible. And look, I mean, he's 28 years old, and uh, so he's he's probably thinking if I can get at least one more decent contract after this, that's what he that's going to be his his motivation. So it'll be interesting to see if that's something that he's willing to do. Uh, obviously, we're not on the inside of Preston's camp, so we're not going to be able to tell you one way or the other. But um, extending him um, could be a possibility as well. Uh, perhaps you're able to get him at something closer to three years, maybe a little over $30 million, spread that out uh, on some signing bonus, and then he doesn't have quite as big of a cap number as well. Um, so that could uh, you know, be something that could – potentially benefit both parties. It's really hard, I think, with guys that are in the middle of their career and really just in probably right in the middle of their prime um, based on his age to say, hey, hey do you want to take a pay cut? Um, but I hear you. I mean, if he's looking around the landscape and he wants to be in Green, Green Bay, I'm all about it. You know, one of the things that's really interesting is uh, the uh, old regime uh, with uh, – uh, Coach Patton really moved Rashawn Gary around a lot this last season on the defensive line. I'm really surprised Preston Smith, with his length and his ability to knock down balls uh, a lot of time at the line of scrimmage, that they weren't putting him in the middle uh, at times as a pass rusher uh, with the emergence of Rashawn Gary, who we'll talk about in a minute. That could be another thing that perhaps Coach Barry is looking at with a Preston Smith and saying, look, I'm going to figure out how to utilize him a little bit better, get him on the line of scrimmage and get his hand in the dirt. And if I can get all three of these guys, um, you know, rushing the passer together with, uh, you know, both Preston and Zedarius moving around along that defensive line, that's going to create a lot of confusion. You can run some additional stunts that way. Um, so, uh, you know, I was the first to say, I think Preston's gone, but I don't think based on Goody's comments that you're, prognostication is too far fetched. It's looking like there's actually a pretty decent chance that Preston Smith is going to be back next season. Yeah, and I, I mean, and along with him, Wags, Rashawn Gary, uh, holy smokes, Rashawn Gary took a year two leap. Um, I thought the second half of this season in particular, I mean, the amount he was able to, to rush the passer in the uh, the amount of opportunity he was given. Uh, Wags, he was in the backfield all the time. He was getting hurries on the quarterback. He was sacking the quarterback. Uh, he was just being disruptive, batting balls down, doing a little bit of all of it. Um, but, I mean, you, you've got to be ecstatic. I mean, I he's becoming one of my favorite guys to watch on this entire Packer team uh, after after two seasons because, I mean, his growth has been exponential, uh, but he, he is looking more and more, Wags, like a first-round pick and an impact first-round pick that you would hope to have in that, you know, those um, early to mid-first-round picks. And Gary seems to be trending to be that guy. He's got uh, the energy and the motor that this guy has. He just keeps coming, and I love watching that. There were times where I saw him look like he got washed off to play, and then all of a sudden 
he's back. <laughs> he's back, baby. Uh, still coming at the quarterback and bringing him down, you know, maybe for a, a one-yard gain would, would have been a five-yard gain if he hadn't kept running. Uh, I, I can't sing his praises enough. Uh, Rashad Gary in year two is, is one of the reasons that a lot of folks think Preston Smith could be expendable uh, because Rashawn played so darn well this season. So what did you see, Wags, from Rashawn Gary in year two um, that, that are making folks so encouraged? It's just progression. You said it. He put in the work, and he progressed. And it showed it's not all just about the numbers. Your, the eye test kind of tells you a lot. And then look at the coaching staff uh, giving him four starts uh, over the course yeah. of the season as well. Uh, that, you know, it, it all shows. It all comes together. Um, you know, in, in going back to your stats, the progression was definitely there too. Um, he almost doubled basically everything um, that he did in his rookie season. Uh, you know, nearly doubled his total tackles, uh, nearly doubled his tackles for loss, um, over doubled his sacks, and um, and quadrupled his hits on the quarterback. And and he was leading the team uh, several weeks in a row late in the season. Uh, with pressures uh, on the quarterback. So this is a guy that if he continues that progression, it, it's not far-fetched to think that he may not be uh, coming close to Zadarius Smith's level in the next year or two. So it, it, that's just exciting, exciting yeah. stuff to think about as a Packer fan. Um, and, again, I, not, not to overstate this, uh, Preston Smith played all 16 games, and Rashawn Gary uh, played 15 games. And, uh, he, he's a guy that spent a lot of time on the turf in his rookie season as well. Didn't miss any games last year, but uh, it's it's just really good to see that all three of those top guys were able to stay healthy uh, and, uh, and for the most part, pretty productive, despite a, a, certainly a, a little bit of a down season from Preston Smith. Uh, overall, you've got to be pretty pretty happy considering uh, uh, what what they gave us as as a trio. And Wags, I mean, you, you mentioned him uh, he playing different spots around the defense. I mean, I expect that to continue. Uh, talk about, you know, a, a chess piece for for uh, Coach Barry to be able to work with. And, uh, I mean, you said it, if Preston Smith's able to come back as well, and if the Packers are able to just, you know, bring in a tool here or there, and I'm not even talking at the outside linebacker position, I'm just saying defensively overall, um, I think – this kind of goes back to why I think it was probably time for Coach Patton to go. Um, I'm, again, I'm not into guys getting losing their jobs, but I think there was just so much talent on this defense. I, I really do. I like the talent across the board, but I love the idea of still being able to line up both Smiths. Both of the Smiths are still in their 20s, and then you got you got Rashawn Gary. I mean, that you're asking an awful lot of an offensive line. To be able to, to um, you know, handle all three of those guys coming at you on third and long, and I mean, I just I'm excited to see Rashawn Gary in year three because I think in year two Rashawn Gary became a uh, a name that Packer fans knew. I think in in year three he's going to be a name that NFL fans know. I really think he's about ready to take that next big leap. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. It's it's uh it's not a position that you're going to have only two of those guys on the field at all times. They're certainly going to rotate out because of how much energy they're expending play after play. But 
you can have all three of those guys out there. And I know this is an outside linebacker review, but uh, think about having Kenny Clark in there. You know, we talk all the time about how much pressure you can put on opposing defense if you're really utilizing all of the weapons you have up front. And uh, it was puzzling. As you said earlier, I think puzzling is the best word uh, to, to use when it comes to how Coach Patton decided to use uh, Preston Smith this year, because it's not like in year one that they utilized him that way. So it's it's really strange, and, and it's one of the unanswered questions that I think uh, a lot of Packer fans might have uh, coming out of this season. And uh, ultimately, who knows if uh, Coach Patton loses his job, if he would have been able to find a way to be a little bit more creative and how he used his fronts and perhaps uh, Preston Smith you know, underperformed a little bit, but uh, look, he was asked to drop back in coverage more this season. So that's not on Preston Smith. That's the coaching staff asking him to do that. Uh, so uh, you can be frustrated with the production of Preston Smith, and maybe he underperformed a little bit. I, I don't think it's a stretch to say that, but the fact of the matter is he wasn't always put in the best position to be successful. Um, so it will be incumbent on Coach Barry and the rest of the staff, if they do indeed decide to bring him back, I, I think it'll be the more we talk about it, uh, actually, you know, if they can make the financials work, the more I actually like the idea of having Preston Smith back with these other guys next season. So, Dane, let's talk about a couple of the other guys that um, didn't really see much in the way of snaps, but actually were active for quite a few games. And uh, yeah. first, let's talk a little bit about Randy Ramsey. Um, played 12 games for the Packers this year and mostly on special teams. But uh, I thought he really made his presence felt out there as a special teamer. Wags, it was like uh, th- there was a span uh, at the right time of year, the December range, where it was every single week, it was when is Randy Ramsey going to lay a guy out? And then it was like, oh, there it is. Randy Ramsey just laid a guy out. Um, that guy can thump. Uh, I feel like he really started to work his way in as the fourth pass rusher as the season progressed. I know we'll talk about Jonathan Garvin here as well, uh, but Ramsey in year two, he was on the practice squad all of uh, the previous season, 2019, an undrafted guy out of Arkansas. I gave him the opportunity to develop a little bit, and then this season, became a real standout, I thought, as the season uh, wore on on special teams. And I expect him coming back and battling for a position again. And, Wags, there's a chance he comes on as as our fourth pass rusher next year, particularly if Preston Smith returns. And even if he doesn't and we add somebody else, I think that there's a spot here for Randy Ramsey potentially. Uh, I really like his game. He's physical. He plays with his swagger. He plays with an attitude. Um, so, I mean, I, I, on Twitter – I would tweet out every game, oh, there he is, there's Randy Ramsey. And it's because Ramsey just smoked guys, and that's infectious. When he would make a play down there on kick coverage, everybody's flying around after that, and I think guys feed off somebody like Ramsey. So I I really like what Randy brings to the Packers' defense, but also special teams. Yeah, he certainly made the most of his opportunities this season, no doubt about that, and it made his presence felt. So – uh, not necessarily a household theme coming to the season, but I think most Packer fans that were paying attention in-game uh, 
figured out how important Randy Ramsey could be on a kind of a, uh, we've said before, a depleted special teams unit, but had some individuals that, that really got the job done, and Randy Ramsey was one of those. So I expect him to continue to develop as well. A little undersized. Uh, you know, he's only 236 pounds is what he's listed at. So um, it'll be interesting to see if, if he uh, is able to carve out an opportunity for himself as a situational pass rusher, as you mentioned. Um, but I'm not going to count the guy out. Uh, another guy, another uh, just hard worker and uh, clearly uh, progressed going from that practice squad to getting an opportunity to be out there almost every week in year two. So uh, look for Randy Ramsey to be right in the mix uh, next uh, season as we get into camp. So, uh, Dane, you mentioned Jonathan Garvin. So, Spider, uh, this guy has – all of the intangibles, and yeah. actually, I thought he I thought he was active uh, more this season than I certainly expected him to be. Was a little bit of surprise to make the final roster. Both of us did predict that he would make the cut, um, and uh, uh, so he did, and uh, didn't get very many snaps. But he was actually active out there for eight games, and it did get a few snaps out there. So, what did you see from Jonathan in year one, and? And what do you think you're looking for? And what can the Packers expect from him uh, this offseason and perhaps going into year two? Yeah, I mean, this offseason's critical for, for Jonathan. I mean, he's a he's young. He's 21 years old, I believe, right now. Um, I think the Packers draft, or, um, sign, or they drafted him, excuse me. He was a late round draft pick. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it was uh, based on potential and, you know what? I, I agree. I thought this season was going to be a redshirt season for him. Uh, I thought he might be a practice squad guy, maybe stick him on the 53, but not really get any snaps. The Packers have done that uh, at times in the past, particularly with actually pass rushing. Uh, I, I go back and think about Odom a year or two ago. They did something similar. Uh, but I'll tell you what, he got some run early on in the season, more early, I thought, than later in the year. So um, I, I saw him out there. And, um, you know, they, they would have them play, you know, six snaps here, seven snaps there uh, throughout the season and pass rushing uh, downs. But, Wags, I really want to see what he can do and put in the work in the off season. If he's able to come back and is shown some growth, another guy who's going to be fighting for a spot. I actually think um, the Packers will probably carry for probably maybe five rushers next year. I think it's, they're going to go heavy on the pass rusher, just already looking at the roster. Maybe I'm crazy to be predicting this this early, but I think that they like some of the guys that they already have uh, from, from this year and aren't going to want to give up on them. Uh, so just I want to see what he can do after an off-season of work, after working at the professional level for a year. And we said it. Uh, one of the knocks on on, uh, on Garvin coming out of college was that uh, his play was uneven or his effort was uneven. Now, that's the words of the scouts. I didn't watch him play college football, but uh, that, that's what the scouts were saying. So then he came in this year and is working in with, frankly, the, the most professional organization, in my opinion, in the, in the uh, National Football League with the Packers. He's got some great young guys and Rashawn Gary to learn from, but also, um, you know, the vets, both of the Smiths, and um, if they instilled their work ethic in Jonathan Garvin, then look out, because the sky's the limit for this young man athletically. Yeah, and that's the biggest key. All of those guys you mentioned, aside from technically Rashawn Gary, who was obviously a first-round pick, are guys that had to develop, and you know they were not necessarily 
instant impact players. And, and, and more, I know we can, you can make, say what you will about this, but all of these guys just seem to be just, you know, really solid characters uh, in the locker room and off the field. And so I don't think Jonathan Garvin could be in a more perfect situation uh, to learn from these guys and in this organization than he is right now. The, the biggest thing, though, is year two, you've got to show something. Um, yeah. you, you can have all of, you know, look, he's 6'4", 260, long arms, got speed, quickness, strength. Everything looks good on paper. But once you get to year two, it's okay show us a little bit of something, young man, because uh, if not, we're going to bring someone else in that we, we want to take a long look at and see if it can develop. So, you know, memories are pretty short in this league, and unfortunately for Jonathan, if he doesn't come in ready to, you know, he's not going to be competing to, to start or get a ton of snaps by any means, uh, as long as everyone in front of him is healthy. But the coaching staff is going to be watching him very closely in camp and in practice, and and seeing where's the progression. Is this someone that we can continue to work with that has potential to come in down the line and really contribute, um, especially if you're looking at a couple years down the road uh, at Preston and Zedarius potentially moving on as they, you know, play out their contracts or perhaps are getting on the other end of 30. It's Jonathan Garvin, a guy that uh, in a couple of years could develop into uh, an impact player in this league. We shall see, but um, I, I guess suffice it to say, uh, his his spot is going to be far from guaranteed. He's not going to be able to live on that potential alone. They're going to have to see some development from him uh, to be confident that he's going to continue to get better and better. Great point. Great point, Wags. Um, you know, after that, we're looking at like Pipa and Nalei, uh from from University of California, who was on the practice squad. The jury's out on him. You know, uh, number big number fifty. Uh, we did learn from JJ Molson. He also long snaps. <laughs> that was something we learned there. Um, but you know, he's somebody that I think uh, we'll see what the development looks like when they get to OTAs and to camp. Uh, the Packers are notoriously quiet with their uh, practice squad players during the season. You don't really learn an awful lot about what they're seeing. Uh, to my knowledge, uh, Keeper wasn't actually called up for any of the games this year. Um, maybe if he was, it would have been a game, but I, I don't recall him getting a, a call up with the, the COVID exemption. And then I also want to mention Delonte Scott, who um, came in as an outside linebacker, but the Packers, uh, to little fanfare, have him listed as a defensive lineman now. And if you go to his social media, he's listed as a, a defensive lineman there as well, and it's switched to number 75. So if we went in thinking he was an outside linebacker, I think somewhere along the way here he's become a defensive lineman. So just interesting developments with the Packers. They always like to have these guys that can be flexible and play a number of different roles, and it looks like uh, that's no different with one. Yeah, and uh, certainly he was a bigger guy too, just both, you know, both, both size and, and weight, and he he's someone that uh, perhaps is looking at that being his pathway to, you know, building out an opportunity to earn a spot on the active roster. So uh, good call-outs there, Dane. I think that does it for this group. Pretty darn good group. And um, I can't believe it was both both of us now have kind of uh, changed our opinion on the future of Preston Smith. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. And, And certainly the Packers will have some decisions to make. 
But um, as of right now, we're calling that Preston Smith will be back in Green Bay next year. So, folks, thanks so much for joining in and listening. Uh, we do have uh, a couple more positional previews or reviews, I should say, to get to another uh, player interview that will be dropping here in the next week or so coming up. Um, follow us on Insta Live on Facebook. Uh, we've got uh, our new YouTube channel. So uh, we're spread out all across these platforms, where you, wherever you want to find us. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and go Pack Go. Go Pack Go.